Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Who is Quincy Adams, Quincy Adams, Quincy, Quincy? I don't know who Quincy Adams was and I can't be bothered looking it up, so I will not. I'll just go on not knowing who Quincy Adams was, who he was, who was Quincy, Quincy. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank. The podcast yes. that me and Andy Matthews do. I'm Alistair George William Charlie Virgil, and uh, in this podcast, we attempt... S- sorry, sorry. Do you want to start again? It's just you said me and Andy Matthews, yeah, and you meant Andy Matthews and I. You know what? I do want to start again. <laughs> but but from episode one and with a different podcast <laughs> partner. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be called fucking on mic. <laughs> I, this, I, this is the thing I've wondered. Yeah. Are there any pornographic podcasts? Just purely the grunts and slaps and, you know, sure. various sort of liquidy noises. Well, I mean, and you'd also get a bit of um, behind the scenes, I imagine. Mm. You, know, you know that thing where they do where they, they turn on the mic as you're walking in mm. the room? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit of setup kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, just so that people are like, "Hey, how are you?" You see, you, you actually hear the meeting. Mm, you know, yep. they go, "I guess we're going to be working together. We're going to be doing a scene." Welcome to the garage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's the uh, here's the camping mat. I actually call this the scat ranch. Oh my it's god! It's audio scat yeah. board <laughs> by Mark Barrett. What about this? Right. Audio um, smell a vision scat porn. Okay. No. <laughs> um what about what about um like like back remember when they used to do all like in radio plays yes. and stuff? And they would have the Foley artists who mm. could do all the sound effects yep. just with, you know, a lettuce and sure. a hammer, yeah, and, and, <laughs> and a little door beating their chest, yeah, a little, yeah, a little bell. <laughs> that, mm. but before the when it was radio pornography, sure, right, yeah. and they we we get a tour of the the BBC pornography studios. Sure, see state pornography. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm jumping around. <laughs> it's okay. Well, I mean, it's still the same idea. It's still the same idea. Still if the, the same BBC idea. Is doing it. It is state. So exactly. Okay. So we go back to the early days of the BBC, and the BBC yeah. actually had a pornography wing. It's that sort of idea where a kid, you know, where a parent is like raising a kid, and they say, "Well, I rather they drink with us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than than they're out there experimenting with a bunch of fifteen-year-olds, right?" Same thing with the state. They say, well, I'd rather that we made it. Yes. So that we can make it properly. Properly. And you know what? I think there's still an argument for it. Yeah. And it can be educational. 
Mm-hmm. It's it can be informative. It can um, have real people. Mm. You know, is that what the state's interested in? <laughs> well, I think so. I know, but I think I mean, sure, I think sure everyone, could... like in the early days, everyone would be put sort of putting on a British accent. I mean, I realise it's the BBC; they probably already have one, but they'll be p- putting on a different one. Right. So, like, you know, <laughs> one from sort of the regions, the uh, 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 more rural accents. Yeah. Oh, this is fine, isn't it? You know, and, and so on. And other ones. Yeah. <laughs> what a fine vagina you have there. A fine vagina. <laughs> um, I think you've got to write this down, Alistair. I think that's a fully formed sketch. Oh, yeah, of course. But I think that it's not only a sketch, it's a great I, po- poli- political idea. It's a g- <laughs> yeah. You know, it, 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 this could be what we need to get us out the other side of this thing. Well, you know, yeah, uh, this is the first official, mm. um, I guess, isolation isolation app, even though we're still mm. at, at work, but we just got the email saying that mm. we're going to start working from home. from home as of Thursday. But instead, we've come here to do things that we would normally do at home yeah. in the workplace. In the workplace. <laughs> So I don't know. We're we're a bit confused right now. But stay at home, all so, of you. So so working from home, and I guess I sleep at work. Do yeah. I? <laughs> oh, okay. Where uh, do I cry? Where do I wash myself? I guess I'll cry on the on, on the, the train. Uh, on the train. So no change then. <laughs> Some things remain the same. What kind of a situation, a global scenario, mm. scenario, would lead to homing from work? You know, like mm. it's a thing that you often see yeah. depicted in a, you know, a sitcom or something like yeah. that when uh, somebody's bit of trouble in paradise, yeah. you know, and somebody yes, comes yeah. in early and finds that somebody else is sort of bathing themselves in the mm. kitchenette sink mm. or uh, has a rolled up sleeping bag yeah. uh, on top of the photocopier. Um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I'm just wondering what kind of a global scenario would require us all to start doing that. Sure, and because I don't have an idea for that just yet, I just want to give you the line that's the opposite of trouble in paradise. Yes. Uh, <laughs> ah, utopia in hell. <laughs> I think I think that's a I think that's a great. Okay, well let's drill into that. What leads to that being said? Okay, it's because because. Let's sure. let's put it this way, mm-hmm. right? You could have a perfect home life. Yeah. Everything could be great at home. Yeah. But for some reason, you have to. Collect. Your work is so good that you, you know, you have such a beautiful workplace that it's actually even preferable to being at home in your perfect home life, right? And so you move into your workplace and you sleep. It's the only place you can get a decent night's sleep. Because Ever since you tried it the first time. Yeah, but wait, wait. So, but you said life is at, at home is so good. Life at home is still is amazing. And life wor- at home and is life paradise. At work is great. Life at work is even better. Okay. <laughs> So, because because if it's yeah. trouble in paradise, presumably the home life is paradise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, and 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 by contrast, work would be hell. That's. I mean, that's a leap. I've made a leap. Look, yeah, yeah. I think, and I think one the, you're not willing to go with I me think, on. I think I maybe my my problem is because both places are so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think in the utopia in hell, mm. your home life doesn't need to be good. But it can be good. Mm. Um, mm. But what it needs to be is that it's your other thing. Let's mm. say your work life mm. needs to be really bad. So say... Your you, work life needs to be really bad. So let's say like... Because um, I guess I guess for you, I guess because you're doing the flip where it has to be at home. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And I guess that does make sense as well. Um, yeah. But I guess um, things could be unbelievably bad at home. Mm. You know, say uh, you and your wife are not getting along. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and and let's say there's acid leaks from the room. <laughs> yeah, and, it's, oh, no. and it's dissolving. <laughs> It's dissolving a lot of the flesh off of your <laughs> off of your bones, and so some you have do have like a lot think, of dry, which, exposed which bone. Started first, do you think? Right? Which 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 was a chicken and egg scenario? Do you well, think things were bad with your wife before the acid you know, started you know, leaking and dissolving? You know when your there's flesh? like a little thing wrong with the house, and somebody asks you to do it, yeah. and then you don't get on top of it straight away. Yeah. And it kind of gets worse. I could, I'm already, and that white. puts a little bit of strain <laughs> in your relationship. <laughs> You know when you get to the point where the acid's worn through a lot of the muscle on your bone and you've got dry, exposed bone? Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of that, right? i got to say, at least the bone is dry. I think if it was wet, I'd be more uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't have a problem with being a full skeleton. I think it's the... (laughs) Skellington. I think it's the the intermediate steps between uh, now... My fleshy, my yeah. full flesh, wet body, mm. and the beautifully dry, clean skeleton. That's all the unpleasantness. I think those two mm. extremes are fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's it's having flesh that's been sort of falling mm. away or mm-hmm. severed f- through mm. just being corroded away, mm. um, and then the, and then that and then that exposed flesh. I guess like ants figure out that they can come and eat your flesh while you sleep. And And you're like, look, I appreciate this. This is getting me closer to becoming the full skeleton. But... (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, I've got a a baby that's going to be born in July. Yeah. Uh, And uh, I think skeleton is definitely now... One of the... One of the top ten. Top ten. Yeah. Yeah, You know, I I think that works for both a boy or a girl. (laughs) I am... I'm not sure if I'm ripping that off of uh, Jackson Bailey. I think oh, he might say he? Skellington. Does he say? Or okay. maybe it's maybe I'm thinking of Richard Herring on his podcast who refers to Frankenstein's. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, they're they're both great references. Yeah. Um, and, Thanks. Uh, so okay. Okay. Let's so, go so this, back the a flesh, little. The flesh is happening. Yeah. The flesh is being falling. There's real trouble between you and your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're out mm. and about, you know, despite the the, the, the very egregious wounds mm. and uh, you're out with your partner, out having a sort of a, a really nice Alfredo. Beautiful. Beautiful, al- fresh Alfredo with your with your beloved. And this is the, w- the wife that I don't get along with. The wife you don't get along <laughs> yeah. with because of the trouble at house. Yeah. You know, the home at home. And then, but you're out. You're out. There's just a. There's just an Italian place around the corner that does an Alfredo, mm. and your neighbor walks by mm. in the restaurant. He's picking up a takeaway, mm. uh, sort of another mm. white. I'm sauce. just amazed at this relationship that these people have, mm. where they've obviously got the disposable disposable income to go out and buy Alfredos. Yeah. They have this terrible problem at home. They don't get along, but they're still making time to have date nights. Well, you have to. <laughs> You have to. This could be this. This could be an attempt to fix things. Yeah. You know, not yeah. the roof. Not the roof, obviously. <laughs> but got to fix the relationship a, before we can fix the acid. There's a, there's a <laughs> chance that the guy you say, whoever it is, in this in this sketch, yeah, he 
all he does every day, all day, every day for his job is mm. fix roofs that mm. are leaking acid. Yeah, he's like a chef who doesn't want to cook when he gets home. Yeah, exactly. And so, and this guy's similar in that he doesn't want to cook when he gets home. Yes. <laughs> and so they're out having this beautiful Alfredo, and the neighbor's walking in, and he's getting a carbonara gnocchi. Mm. Right, he's gone for the gnocchi. It's mm. you know, it's always a weird choice on there, but. He's going for the carbonara knock and he's waiting at the counter there. He's ordered and he's just waiting. He looks across. There's a table for two mm. that's there. It's you and your wife. Mm. And he sees you knowing very well what's going on. He hears the fights every yeah, day. Okay. And he goes, why haven't you done something about the acid? No, no, ah! no, 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 no. Ah! <laughs> And then he sees you at the table and he goes, um, <clears throat> uh, utopia in hell. <laughs> perfect yeah it's a per- it's a it's a perfect scene yeah. write down utopia in hell alistair <laughs> and i am going to uh investigate further the full skellington um scenario sure because i want to know what's why it is that that the that the two extremes are fine right because because mm. you know what i also wouldn't be okay with what i wouldn't that? be okay with a fully non-decaying flesh body that somehow didn't have any bones. I think I'd be unhappy about that as oh, well. But have you ever seen an octopus try to get, you know, escape from a boat? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's pretty that's pretty good. And if I was to try to escape from a boat, <laughs> they can, they I can, could slither my boneless <laughs> It's because of the lack of bones mm. that they can get through quite small holes and yeah, things. Yeah, but they've I tell you an advantage that the octopus has. Yeah. It's the it's Name the millions one. it's the millions of years of evolution sure. to to thrive in exactly that boneless scenario. Whereas mm. I feel like I, were I to just tomorrow yeah. wake up with no bones, would find that that the learning curve was too steep and I wouldn't be able to get up yeah. that or indeed any other incline. Because I just don't know how to operate the muscles required to sure. flip my floppy tentacles. But I think I think it's it's a lot of the same principles. And I think Andy, that if you were to find yourself boneless, mm. I think you would discover uh, a lot about your own adaptability mm. and, yeah. and how would, little of it I have. <laughs> and how you know how many psychological restraints you put mm. on yourself yeah you know and and when when you're faced with an option of should i go boneless or not you yeah. always say no mm. because you don't realize how it, powerful you are inside you know what it wasn't until i was totally boneless that i finally <laughs> grew a spine exactly i mean look we have a we have an ending <laughs> and that's you know it's an, it's an out and if you um if you if you do remove all the bones from an arm or a leg um, or a hand or whatever. Does it then become a tentacle? Like, is there any any uh, a definitional, taxonomical difference mm. then between a boneless flopping arm tube yeah. and 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 a tentacle? I don't I don't think you could argue yeah, that, that I be. didn't have tentacles. I mean, they certainly evolved separately, mm. and one of them evolved separately as an arm, and then had its bones ripped out. Mm, yes. And so <laughs> but but let's take it back to the mm. aliens arriving on the planet. Yeah, absolutely. That, that classic Special. philosophical argument. 
especially if you were like you've discovered that you haven't been able to travel over land mm. as, as as well as <laughs> I'm predicting, <laughs> right? And you somehow you, but you always believe in me. This yeah. is my problem with you, Alistair. <laughs> you always think I'm capable of these physical things. It does that uh, does cause quite a um, quite a problem in your life. I, I yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so let's. It was you, probably you that talked me into giving up all my bones in the first place. Well, it was because I thought that you were they were holding you back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and let's say so that they were holding me up. They were holding you up is what yeah. they were actually doing, and, and I was looking at it at a right angle. <laughs> I was lying down. I was lying down. I was, I was sort of on a couch with my head to the. Oh man, mm. that's no, that's looking the right way. Anyway. Um, you were trying to travel over land, mm. you know, mm-hmm. maybe just even out the front door. Flopping and moaning. Flopping and whatever. Torrential rain began. Yeah. You got dragged into the gutter. You yeah. got pulled into the ocean. Yes, down to okay. sort of the foreshore. Out I come out foreshore. of a stormwater drain. Exactly. In a rocky area. Right. And then aliens come down and there you are floating <laughs> on top of the water. <laughs> like that, boneless. It's probably air where there used to be bones, Right. So that's why you're so buoyant. I've got a bit of buoyancy. I think I'd be buoyant anyway. In fact, I think if anything, if you remove my bones, I'd be more buoyant than I currently am You'd now. I reckon they're one of the more dense parts of the human body. You've gone from buoyant to buoyant. God, that... That, that worked, didn't that it? That works really well. <laughs> and... Um, and then an alien comes down, they would be like, absolutely, this is a tentacle. We just haven't figured out exactly how. A, an octopus... Yeah. Um, swims up next to me. Yeah, is eating your the, your face. With the the uh, the alien mm. who's uh, who's only been um, learned about humanity from um, watching uh, Simpsons that's mm-hmm. been sent out into space via radio waves. And so looks at me and says, "I'm seeing double here, four tentacled creatures." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> quoting and what's, what's their favourite show. And he Simpsons. came here because. He watched The Simpsons and he saw that our vision of aliens were tentacled aliens. Mm, mm. And so he goes, oh, well, this is, must be where we're supposed to go. So he's a tentacled alien? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He's also tentacled. <laughs> that's, why he, that's why he comes here and all he cares about is tentacles. Mm. They should really be called octacles, shouldn't they? Well, no, there's only one of them, I think. Tentacles. If, when you refer to one tentacle, yeah, you're, you're referring right. to one. <laughs> so if you refer to it as an octacle... It would be a monocle. That's right. Mm, but monocle. that was already taken. Exactly. <laughs> um, now, before I, yeah. I, I took you away by saying utopia in hell, mm. Mm. you were heading down a path. Yeah, probably. But don't worry about it. I won't be able to get back there. No. And I don't want to. Have you written down anything about this tentacle business? Or boneless moment of revelation. Mm, okay, yeah, but, boneless revelation. <laughs> um, but that was more about you discovering about yourself. Yeah, you know, that I think were... that, that's, that's, that's fine. Um, I just wanted, I just, oh, I just had a little... A little glimmer. A little flash. Yeah, yeah, a little flash. The brain works. While you're thinking, I'll, I'll, I'll talk yeah. about how I think the brain works. You see, sometimes it just... Uh, you know, it's incredible. You, you have this inner eye mm. that is separate from the mm. outer eye. We don't listen. You've got to be thinking. Mm. Or maybe yeah, no, I've worked out what it is. Already. Okay, well then, you know, <laughs> there you go. I was, uh, I'll, I'll let people... Imagine how great imagine that Imagine how, how great 
the inner eye is. Yeah. Maybe they can picture it in some way. Well, I okay. So this is this is all I was going to say. Mm. Right? Was I picture you know the tallest buildings in the city? The penthouse is the um, is the highest building. It's the highest room room apartment. Yeah. And the most expensive, right? The most valuable. Yeah, that's that what, what I think. Yeah. Top, right. But you can actually get higher than the penthouse. That's true. If you're willing to get up on the roof, the exposed yeah. area up there, the and pitch con. a tent. That's you know? true. Yeah. <laughs> and by that I mean get a stiffy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So pitch a tent. Yeah. Right. But but it'd be hard to argue. That you have more, you 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 are sort of richer than mm. uh, the person in the penthouse below you. Yeah. But I think that there is this sort of potential. Let's picture this, right? It's it's a group of homeless people. Yeah. Homeless comedy. I think <laughs> I think it's time it's finally come well, again. I think right now. Mm. With a, with a pandemic, mm. if you want to place it in the in the time of a pandemic, oh, contemporary, it's going to be so many more homeless people mm. that people will now look at the homeless and just see themselves mm. in two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so so so, so it's, a per, it's a perfect time to do so homeless. So what comedy. I'm looking at here is a sort of a homeless billionaire type scenario, or there, it's a it's a cabal of homeless people, okay, peoples who um who choose. To live in the most luxurious way possible, mm. available to somebody who owns nothing, sure. and so they do, you know, put their take their swag or whatever it is to mm. the top of the tallest building, and they have a tent house, penthouse, just up there on the top, you know, the beautiful views and that sort of thing. And they only eat um, scraps from the most expensive restaurants, or you know, the, you know, the nice. rotten caviar or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. you know. Um. Just this, the the off cuts of the greatest, mm. you know, rejected by the greatest chefs. Yeah, you know, exactly. The plates the that slops. were not, yeah, that were not able, that, that had to be thrown out from one of the greatest restaurants. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe because somebody, you know, a pea, a pea was out of place. A pea, just, just one misplaced pea. pea. Yeah. So, what do you think? Is that a sketch in some way? Well, uh, there's a few things in there. Yeah. So, I think. Mm. Um. Was, I mean, I've you know, it was a it was a flurry of ideas for me. You know, oh, when yeah, you said great. a homeless billionaire, mm. you made me think of a person who just has a, a billion homeless people. Yeah, <laughs> 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 um, you know, like if somebody who says, if if true riches are friends, then yeah. just call me the richest man in the world. That's this right. is somebody who says, if true riches are homeless <laughs> people. <laughs> And call me <laughs> call me Jeff Bezos, <laughs> um, but the 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 real the real addressing your real idea here mm, is that let's get what, to what it, this is what, really about. What I think was would be great is in, in this idea is the the focus for me right now. Mm. The main focus mm. is tell me how how pissed off the guy who owns the penthouse would, yeah. would be. That there's somebody who's above them, and mm. that he considers them below him, mm. right? Yeah. 
So I think that this person is homeless and that they've pitched a tent on mm. top and then they get the highest apartment yeah. in, the house, in the place. <laughs> and then they, right? he makes an enemy of the, the penthouse guy below him. Absolutely. Because he comes also, out wearing stilts or something like that. Because often some of these places, you know, apartment buildings have like a barbecue on the roof. Mm. You know, and to think about the, the penthouse... It's actually one of the worst places to be where you have one of those thin roofs where everybody's stomping around and having mm. parties. You think they got a thin roof? You think it's real thin and you can hear the people <laughs> barbecuing? Do you think the smell of the sausages I've sort never, of comes down? I've never seen anybody properly build a roof. I think they, they, they give up mm, once they, they get to that, that high up. They go, oh, well, it doesn't have to support that much weight, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. We'll put a whole bunch of really What's going to be coming down on this? You know, real, a lot of real poppy kind of mm. tin stuff. Anyway. The rain hasn't fallen as far, so I won't be going as fast up this high. Exactly. But I think that, that this homeless guy, and also I've called this squatters on the roof. Mm, right? Sure. Um, that this guy has this life where he does kind of, you know, he, he I mean, he went, he, he, he dared go to the top of this roof because mm. he he believes in the, having the best, mm. you know. Probably, I mean, he was probably very windy up there, and it's actually really unpleasant. <laughs> for him. It would be hell. It would be so cold yeah. that you'd be in amongst the clouds a lot of the time. But, but he stole <laughs> the one. The building of, sways. Yeah, and he stole one of the, or he found one of the best tents, one of those kind of tents that you would use mm. on Everest. You know, mm. at base camp. Oh, the best. You know, one of those like you know, they're almost ge- like a geodesic dome. He's up there hammering the pegs yeah. into the concrete. <laughs> into the concrete <laughs> to that thin roof. <laughs> They're poking through. Yeah. It's just like a single layer of plasterboard. Yeah. And and the and the and the the, the 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 people who run the building, they won't mm. do anything about it for some reason. Mm. Maybe it's the it's the, the land, body corporate the body corporate's daughter's boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. He just he's he keeps saying he's gonna do something about yeah. it. And then he doesn't. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You know, um, uh, Al McPherson was the body. Yeah. Um, who do you think is the body corporate? Mm, <laughs> let's see. There's somebody who looks like a real bureaucrat. I said bureaucrat, but bureaucrat. that's not what I meant. Yeah, right. Bureaucrat, of course, from the French bureau. Yeah, bureau, meaning, meaning desk. Desk. Yeah. And crat. And bureau, I think it can also mean office. Right. And Krat, very, I guess it makes you start making you think that bureaucrat might be a, a German word. Maybe. Um, oh no, bureaucrat? I don't know. Maybe. Krat. Krat yeah, is another, it's another great kra, single kra. little It'd word. It'd probably be French and kra, syllable. and then you wouldn't pronounce the T. Hmm. Bureaucrat? I don't know. It was good though. That was a I love good to, I love to analyze French words with you. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> Uh, start a, start a secondary podcast 
analyse French. French with a failing Frenchie. A failing Frenchie. Yeah, a yeah. fading Frenchie. A fading Frenchie, yes. We try and wring the last little bits of French out of you like one would a tube of toothpaste. God, I've been, I had a, such a toothpaste triumph recently. Found really? this old tube of toothpaste at the back of the cupboard in the bathroom. How right? old? I don't know. I don't know. But it had a really strange flavour. One that I'm like, don't even know if this was, this was like a flavour that they used to use and they've stopped using or a flavour that has just gone off. Did you bring it or was it just from a previous owner of I the think, house? No, we, I think we brought it, but I think it was one of those ones that has just been carried around with you from house to house when you move. It yeah. was an Oral-B tube with a screw cap, you know, like That's the old. Dark Ages. Wow, screw. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, it had been sitting there for ages and I'm like, I am going to finish this tube of toothpaste. Wow. And I went at it hard. Yeah. You know, for you've maybe... Been, a, have you been sort of double double spreading? Double double squirting. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> nice. Both ends of the toothbrush, that kind yeah. of thing, all the way down. And Put the whole uh, toothbrush in your mouth? I do, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I just finished it off yesterday. Got the last little dregs out of it. You, and you were like... And you... you you emptied it like you would empty a normal one. Yeah, you know, like you would. You go until there's oh, just yeah. nothing. Yeah, because I wasn't gonna like go this old tube and then give up when there was still a little bit in there. Sure. I got every every remaining molecule. Was there any aspect of the tubing that was kind of yellowed? No, 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 it wasn't perished in any way. Okay, yeah. So, but maybe it was a tube of toothpaste you found on the ground. <laughs> it could, re- it really could have been. Yeah. Do you ever eat anything you find on the ground? I walked I past a whole box of muesli yesterday really? and I was like, man, the shelves are empty right now. Yeah. We cannot get wheat bix for our boys, can't get oats. Really? And uh, oh, we, I was like, I'm going to get this. Mm. Maybe pick, pick, pick them up, up while you're box. in the city. Well, if I see it on the ground, sure. No, but I mean, you could, like, you could walk, you know, two, three hundred meters away. So, from like here. a civilized yeah, yeah, supermarket. Do you, reckon, do you reckon the. A lot of the shelves are getting restacked again. Oh, good. A lot of the rush has come So off. we got through it. That was our Second World War. Well, you know, Andy, I think there's still... God, I don't know what all the fuss was about. Yeah, no, I think there's a bit more, but um, but I think we've gotten through the initial rush. Although, you know, there's more talk of more sh- mm. lockdowns now. So we are at, in the office mm. in uh, U- Utopia in Hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We love our jobs, by the way. Yeah, we do. It's not hell. Um, no, oh, this is what I was going to propose before when I was going to go on that rant when you were talking about utopia in hell, right? It is, you know how people talk about, um, oh, he's, he, he, uh, you know, he never comes home because he's real married to his work or something like mm. that. What if your work did really go out of its way to seduce you? You mm. know, really like, you know, yeah, my work is my girlfriend. Yeah, well, it, it wasn't initially, and I tried to resist, but then it was like it was always bringing me treats and yeah. making it real sexy in there. Oh, my, my work knows what it's, knows what I like. It'll get me with baked goods, <laughs> <laughs> bringing me treats. Just dim, dim, dim lighting. A lot mm. of uh, I don't know tassels. Workplace just sort sure. of gets sexier and more sensual. They start putting every day. up hooks, and then the hooks start wearing little golden shields with tassels on them, mm. and, and then you, they they sort of put on the the aircon so that those tassels spin, spin around. around. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah. And then, yeah, then there's like lamingtons, which mm. for anybody who's not Australian is just a... It's a, a sort, sort of, of a square... A square sponge, sponge cake, cake lump. Dipped in sort of something that looks like chocolate but isn't. And then covered in coconut. Mm. Sometimes really it has jam in the middle. Oh, it's a sort of a chocolatey icing, right, of some kind. But it's very thin. It's very thin. It almost seems like it's... Yeah, maybe it is chocolatey, but it never hardens. It's never like no. a... You know, I think it's it's like a like a thin chocolate... Liquid. Moist. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't ever harden, does it? It's always kind of... Mm. You'd think it would harden eventually. If it was, if it was really chocolate. That's why I don't... But, I suspect but even... It could well, be like a cocoa liquid. No, but I mean... Well, it's it's icing, you know. Is it icing? With some kind of icing. Yeah, yeah. it's sweet. It's got chocolate in it. It's a, it's a glaze. Call it a glaze. But it doesn't really... I glaze. guess because the sponge is so porous mm. that it, you know, it go, it just... It, it, Deeply envelops it, and there's no, there's not enough left on the outside because it doesn't, it's not shiny. No, but then it is also covered in coconut. But what I'm trying mm. to work out is why doesn't the sponge, you know, do what it says on the label and suck away that moisture from that outer layer? I still think that that it should does. be drier than it is, though. That that icing that remains moist, mm. it should be drier. Well, I think it is. I think it's as dry as it can. I think it spreads it as far away from the edge as it can. Right, as, as but the you sponge think that it's moist the whole way through? So. I think if the if the sponge is itself moist, mm. you know, it's like that, that's a, that's a difference between a sponge and a sponge. Is that a, one sponge you sell it dry mm. so that it can absorb as the maximum mm. amount of liquid, and the mm. other one you're still. You know, even though it it has some sponge like qualities, yeah, you still also want it to be a cake, yeah, and have some moistness, right? Because <laughs> you don't want it to absorb all the moisture from your mouth. How good is that that sort of liquid that you know? Say you've been using a a, a kitchen sponge mm. for I don't know four five months, mm -hmm. and the kind of liquid that you're wringing out of it that it's always kind of slightly slimy. You know, that wh whatever you're getting out of it after that four or five month barrier, that's um, that's the nectar of the gods, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's kind of, I guess it's it's just the, the one step up from garbage water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bench water. Man, we're not spending any more time, and we're not sp spending any time away from home other than right now, and mm. I've managed to miss two garbage pickups. Oh, no, Alistair, <laughs> like, in a row. In a row. That... <laughs> that is, and we're on those tiny bins now. That That's is a, trouble in hell. That yeah, is, tr that is, <laughs> that is acid falling on your flesh, and and you and, and the devil aren't getting on anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so it's no good. I think we got to go to f three words from a listener. Nothing could please me more. As you know, there are angels, Andy. Mm. Angels on earth here that have mm. possibly they've fallen from heaven mm. but they could be natural born angels who mm. invest in our patreon to support mm. us mm -hmm. either three dollars in order so that they can uh, suggest three words for a sketch or eight dollars so that they can get all the bonus things uh, you know all the sci-fi try guys and the uh, all the uh, teleport episodes yeah, where we yeah, work which we got to upload a whole lot for this month by the way I think we, we did one at the beginning of this month I think we did, and I think I lost it. <laughs> no, I think you uploaded it. Did you lose it? I, I can check, but I... I thought I remember seeing it. But anyway. Oh, God. Yeah. I feel real bad. No, I think you already uploaded it. Maybe I uploaded it. Yeah. Oh, that would make me feel better, actually. Um, and then, yeah. And so, today, 
three words from a listener. Uh, is from listener Adam Tregear. Adam. Hello, Adam. Tregear. Hello. Tregear, I always think of a hiking company. You know, it's sort of like Trek gear. I yeah. think of like a really well-made backpack when yeah. I hear your name, Adam. Sure. And when I hear your name, I just hear you. You know, I hear oh, you. I hear okay. who you really are. <laughs> you know? And I, and I feel like I know you. Because you know I know that you are heard. You are heard. And I'm definitely hearing these words right here. Andy, mm. do you want to guess? I, I think I've actually mentioned them just so that I could s- check that they haven't been said already. But yeah, but as you know, I forget everything instantly. And as instantly. you know, I, we may have both forgotten and already done these words. Parmesan? No. They're all one-syllable words. Oh, was one of them guts? Yes. Yeah, okay. Guts. Jim. Mm. Guts. Ads. Jim. Guts ads. Well, you know what this is. What? Right. This is you go, you, you as a person who wants to improve your body. Which right? I do. You know, you got a significant gut, potentially. Yeah, right? yeah. Wh- whoever you are. Like, as in, right. like a, a beautiful mm. punch. Mm. Exactly. And you know what that is in a gym? You go along to a gym. J I M. Oh, well, I'm talking about G-Y-M. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're going along to the gym. Yeah. Right? And you, uh, you, what you have is a bit of real estate that is going to have a lot of eyes on it. Right? There's a lot of fit people at the gym. Yeah. You go there, nice crop top, you get your gut out. Yeah. They're all going to be looking at that gut. Yeah. And what, what is that? Those eyeballs, that's an opportunity to monetize. So if I were a marketing company advertising a sort of a new kind of muscle yeah. liquid or a something like that. A new type of like, muscle. A new type of muscle. <laughs> we've, discovered a new, we've discovered a new muscle on the human body, yeah. right? And we'll tell you how to develop how it. How to bulk it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. It's tiny. But mm. we're going to help you to get the most out of it. And where are we going to advertise? The place where people who are fit at the gym are going to be looking the most. It's the exposed belly of a man who's going to be sweating and grunting a lot, right? Yeah. And uh, get attracting a lot of attention. But while those people are looking at him, what mm. do they see? Plastered across that stomach, you know, the hyperdeltoid uh, company has it marketing their Enhance Your Hyperdeltoid 12-week, oh, yeah. like 18-video idea. campaign. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, of course. I mean, like, I guess along the gut, is a good way mm. to advertise like that. And, and that's and that's how you're going to What's a hyperdeltoid? It's the new muscle that I invented. Okay, right, right, <laughs> or discovered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And and so they're advertising a new muscle on mm. a gut mm. in gyms. In which, gyms. Which is very targeted. Yeah. They're going to be looking at a person with a gut to judge them. Mm. And then they're going to be finding out about ways to improve themselves. Mm. So they're taking a negative thing that they're doing mm. with somebody else Absolutely. and it's turning into a positive thing. It's kind of like a life. clickbait, you know? It's like like how you would see an article and you would mm. share it because it makes you so angry, Sure, right? Sure, if sure, you sure. are a judgmental kind of person yeah. judging somebody's body, yeah, that's going to get your attention. And, yeah. you know... You could sell your, your, um, your book on... Um, how to better judge people's bodies. There you go. You know, in a, in a, in a more cruel and evil way mm. as well. <laughs> because I think if you, if you were to have a book on there that you were selling mm. that was about like body positivity, mm. 
people would then look away because mm. they would be like, well, fuck you. Mm. You know, you're, you've really politicized. Don't you judge my judging. Yeah, you've politicized your gut now. Yeah. <laughs> right? Whereas now you're using your gut. To, to pander to, to their uh, to their to their natural instincts. Yep, and that's when you sell. You te- you don't you don't make money by te- writing things that people are going to disagree with on your gut. Exactly. You when you cash in and get the big bucks yeah. is when you preach the choir. Exactly. It's when you give those eyeballs what you know the sockets that they want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Because an eyeball socket, let's not forget, yeah. right? There can be two halves to a socket. Right? That's right. There's the socket that the eyeball sits in, and then there's the socket, the outer socket that the eyeball fits into. When it sees something that it wants to look at so much that mm. it just, it just so- jumps into it, just clicks in. Yeah, yeah. Every eyeball is a is a hermit crab. Mm. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or like an electron, I mean, but right? That could be ripped off you yeah. by a uh, more electronegative um, right. uh, ion. But I think I think that's I've also got my eye on you. I've got my eye on you. Um, I think that's why people with no eyes in their sockets yeah. are so scary. Mm. Is because you feel like if you get too close to yeah, them, they might take your eyeballs. Yeah, correct. <laughs> like the, your eyes might see them, and it's going to be hard for them not to. Yeah. Um, if your eyes did keep growing over mm, the course of your life and when they get too big for your head, yeah. they do pop out. Nah, I knew you'd have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they roll along the ground collecting lint and all sorts of yeah. disgusting stuff. But then they crawl up, mm-hmm. they roll up the body of a person with empty eye sockets. Their tongue darts out, licks off the lint and that sort of thing mm-hmm. and then they roll up into... Well, that's what the eyelid's the, for. The eyelid is there to oh, just wipe... It's, smear it's a, off that yeah. la- outer dusty layer. And talking about, you know, a space of the body mm. doing a good job of ad- advertising and pandering to exactly the people who are mm. going to be looking at it, the eyes are looking at this beautiful empty real estate, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> possibly grayed in some way. I don't know why I feel like these empty sockets are grayed and dry. Yeah. But I guess... with That makes it, it seem less appealing. I know, but I think to an eyeball, you know that you got to... It's BYO moisture. Yeah, and it's a, they look at it as probably as a bit of a fixer-upper. Exactly. They just... They see it's a place with a bit more space, mm. which I think for an eye socket would actually be bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be able rattling to like around, in around and fall out. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess, you know, you, you, you're thinking about, you know that there's that bungee cord behind mm. you that, that plugs into the brain. Mm. Oh, God. I read an article about a woman who was high on ice. It was from her point of view. <laughs> so she was writing it she, she about how when she had been a massive ice addict, she'd ripped out her own eyeballs. Mm. And the description of what it felt like to pull out your own eyeballs is a thing that comes into my mind most days. Wow. It's a really great thing <laughs> to just have in your brain, so just able to bubble to the surface. Completely blind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got her life back on track <laughs> somehow. Yeah. God. And, um, yeah. It's amazing. I'm sure you could find it if you wanted to look it up and then share my pain of, like, what, oh, it's, you know what? <laughs> what it's like to, to yeah, know well, that and to think about that, oh, that is, really regularly. That, that does feel It was a intense. Daily Mail article. Man. Oh. 
But, mm. you know, at least it's not one of my own regrets that I'm thinking about. Man, if I maybe get enough horrible thoughts like that into my head, I can displace all my regrets. And then they, like little hermit crabs, can go out and find somebody else's mind to nestle in. Well, that's nice. Well, a problem shared is a problem halved, mm. or at least doubled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I think Andy, I think that we've we've managed to do it. So I think I'm going to have to take us through the yeah. sketch ideas for today. Yeah, yeah. Um, this there's a chance that this might be the last one that we do in the same room together for a while. Maybe. Mm. We may have to start trying to find ways of doing these. Maybe it's the last one we ever do. Do you want to end the podcast now? Oh, I don't think I'm ready to oh, officially okay. call it. All right. Obviously, I'm really looking forward to the trudgery of episode 300 and so I have to at least get us there um, here's our <laughs> um, the sketch ideas for today estate porn see that's yeah. one that the state makes mm-hmm. let's say the BBC, BBC which you know? as we all know stands for the big British corporation corporation yeah mm. um, <laughs> then we've got um, utopia in hell that's that scenario uh, where your life isn't going good at home with your partner and with your house and the f- mm. way that it's dripping mm. acid on you. Um, boneless moment of re- revelation. Mm. Andy loses all his bones, doesn't think that he'll be able to move around on, <laughs> on land without his bones. He discovers <laughs> that he can thanks to my belief in him and my Pushing him towards re- removing all his bones. I love that this is an autobiographical, speculative and autobiography. And uh, that he... It's not until he had lost his bones that mm. he realised that, uh, that that he actually grew a spine. Mm. You know, that kind of idea. I probably... If I, if there were a way to get them out yeah. without, um, without killing me, and pe- there was a market for bones. Yeah. Probably could handle having a couple less vertebrae. Yeah. So you could suck your own butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, then we got squatter on the roof. That's, <laughs> that's the person who lives in the penthouse <laughs> thinking that they've got the highest apartment. But no, 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 no. This... No. this Squatter not this jolly person. swag man. He's not a homeless person. He's got a tent. Mm. So he... he pop, he's not pops, homeless. He he's tent rich. Yeah, that's right. He's tentful. Mm-hmm. Um, Riz tentful. Anyway, that's mm. nothing. No, <laughs> I thought it was going to be retentful. Anyway. Mm. Uh, Doesn't, that's not even... That's not any better, Alison. I know. That's, that's, why I, that's why I made a mistake. <laughs> that's why this whole thing was a mistake. Um... Yeah, guy thought he was going to be on top, but he wasn't. This mm-hmm. guy who he, he sees is beneath him. Mm. But then maybe we'll come to learn throughout the sketch that they are equals, even yeah. if the other guy has a slightly higher position, mm. that altitude doesn't mean mm. um, being better than someone else. I and what does? Um, Length. I, I guess getting to live in a, pl- in a very expensive place for a l- smaller amount of money. Yeah. <laughs> That probably makes you better. Um, In a way, I kind of think that. Yeah. Kind of think that if you can get by with less money, you're mm. better. Yeah, but if you get to live in a more expensive oh, yeah. area on less totally. money. Totally. 
That's even better than that. Because, I mean, you could get by on less money by living sort of in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. But then you might not be able to get by. But it'd be cost less, though. What about being a billionaire who's living paycheck to paycheck? Right? You're spending so much money. This is probably just describing most entertainers, most really rich (laughs) people with problems. Who knows? Uh, You know, you get a million dollars at the start of the fortnight. And then you really hang out for the next million dollars that comes in. I got a I got a billion a day coke habit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there'd be ways you could try and find it. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have somebody. You know, you could have each individual grain of cocaine. Yes. Delight, like you know, delicately placed into your nose by, you know, I guess somebody like you know, each one of the Lakers or something like that. Mm, each one, each individual Laker. Yeah. Uh, you've got newly married to your work. Uh, some person who wasn't married to their work was seduced by their work. Mm. To, firstly, into making it their mistress and then eventually leaving their wife. And marrying And, marrying. <laughs> and then we've got gut ads for new muscle or, you know, a book on how to judge mm. people in a more cruel way mm-hmm. or uh, eye socket ads for eyeballs but the eye the empty eye socket is itself an ad for mm. is of, of for the mm-hmm. free real estate that's what you, you know that's in the in the eye socket world you don't need those real estate signs because the eye knows what it's looking at i mean i, I wonder if you could get one of your eye you could uh, two eyes your two eyes could go off separately to separate heads it'd be pretty pretty tragic wouldn't it oh yeah that would be really sad to separate the pair yeah and each they don't, but they 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 not only lose a friend, but they also lose a dimension. Mm. Anyway, unless they go team up team up with another eye. Yeah. I guess they don't really gain anything because the eye itself doesn't see the other the full image. Yeah. Well, I think actually probably the two eyes don't even know about the other eye. Do you think? Because I guess they well, never they can't see each other, see each other except, except in, in a mirror. But in a world where there's no mirrors, yes, yeah. and reflection doesn't happen. In the in the in a world with no mirrors, the one-eyed man is this. His eye feels the same way as all the other eyes <laughs> because they bo- all think that they're the only eye in the head. That's right, doing all the work except for when they look at other people and see two eyes. Sure, but even then, they might not know. But, but maybe they're the only two-eyed person. Yeah, and everybody else is a cyclops. Yeah, okay. In the world of cyclopses, yeah. the two-eyed person. Yeah. Who doesn't have hands so that they can feel that there's two eyes? There. Yes, very good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not a question of whether or not they f- they know. It's oh, whether yeah. the eyes know. Well, let's hope that, w- that information can't get to the eyes. Mm. What if the brain can talk to the eyes and tell it things? Well, I wonder if the hands can talk directly to the eyes without involving the brain. Because I think if you were the brain, you'd try and keep it secret. Yes. That the that the that there are two eyes. Oh right, <laughs> and that the hands can talk to the, directly to the eyes. I definitely wouldn't want them knowing yeah. that. How's this podcast going, by the way? I think it's getting better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I think that's the end of the. Alistair, I love it. I love it. I love to be 
a part of this. Indeed. So good. Today in the shower, I was trying to impro- improvise classical music. Yesterday on the drive home, I was trying to improvise political speeches. I was oh. just giving it a go <laughs> to see whether or not if I thought I could uh, I could make it as a politician. That's great. You know, you, and you sort go? of construct a coherent enough oh, bullshit. I pretended to ask myself questions and yeah. then answer them. <laughs> but what should we do to better society? Well, yeah. That kind of thing. Anyway, maybe I'll start a new podcast where I just give political Improvised speeches. Improvised political speeches. <laughs> you, you just pick. You just pick a a time at a, a topic. A time, a time, a place, and mm-hmm. then a topic. Mm. But I think if you, the time and place would kind of dictate the topic. So, you, well, like a time and place, like you mean, like where I'm giving the speech. Like I, yeah. I could be outside of Germany, oil 1942. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I think sort of you have to get an idea about what you're going to be talking mm. about. It'd be weird for you to kind of show up and start, start talking right. about measles. Yeah, although that still would have been relevant, you know. I'm sure not all of Hitler's speeches were about the Hitler That's type right. stuff. There would have been some stuff where he was just addressing, you know, hospital funding. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We are on Twitter. I am at two. No, we are at two in tank. I'm at Alistair TV. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. And uh, you can review us on iTunes. That means a lot. Uh, you can support the Patreon. This is the first episode that we've done since the comedy festival got cancelled. Oh, comedy festival got cancelled. Yeah. So sorry. sorry if you came to our show tonight. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, we, our, our show doesn't start until two days from now. Yeah. But it's cancelled. But in a different but reality. My, but my solo show, couldn't be more thrilled with everything, starts tonight. But it's cancelled. But it's cancelled. <laughs> it, but it could be still going And if you're hearing this in a different reality. Yes. Yeah. If this has slipped through a wormhole. Yeah. At the moment, the only thing that slips through wormholes is worms. There and you go. ships. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Spaceships. Vessels. Enterprises. But I guess that maybe. Maybe worms themselves are actually just very futuristic spaceships. Today, my son, Finn, looked at me and said, Daddy, how do balloons work? And I thought, I couldn't be more proud. I feel like he's one step closer Mm. to asking the big question, how do whales work? (laughs) 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 It is. It's very I said, did you think of that question? Where did you... Is that your question or did you see that on the thing? He said, a snail taught me to ask it. So, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Curiouser and curiouser. <laughs> and we, we love, love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.